Welcome to CyberCast, decoding today's cyber issues. I'm your host, Kate Macri. This special episode looks back at our Women Tech Leaders event and how women in federal IT are working to solve the cybersecurity workforce shortage. According to the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, there are upwards of half a million unfilled cybersecurity jobs across public and private sectors, which CISA deems a national security risk. Last year, CISA and the Department of Homeland Security's Science and Technology Directorate awarded the Critical Infrastructure Resilience Institute $2 million to train the next generation of cybersecurity professionals. In June, U.S. Senators Maggie Hassan and John Cornyn introduced the Federal Cybersecurity Workforce Expansion Act to the Senate. The bill would establish a cybersecurity apprenticeship program at CISA and the Department of Veterans Affairs. At Government CIO Media and Research's Women Tech Leaders event in July, women cyber leaders said women are better positioned than ever to launch successful cyber careers. Danielle Santos, who is the communications manager for the National Initiative for Cyber Education at the National Institute of Standards and Technology, said her job revolves around encouraging women and minorities to pursue cyber careers. I think one of the main ways we can reinvigorate this group is really demystifying, um, focusing in on how we can demystify what cybersecurity looks like and harp on the different skills that are appreciated and can be very vital to a cybersecurity career. Um, because I think once we start making those connections, um, more and more women will see how they can be productive and be um, a valuable asset to the cybersecurity space. Michelle Tuggle, a principal security analyst at Okta, said women bring a unique skill set to cyber that is otherwise missed or overlooked. Especially for women in, in the cybersecurity arena, um, we have a level of intuitiveness that, that is kind of, kind of unspoken, but we know it's there. But I think um, as we move into um, the cybersecurity workforce and into those spaces, we bring that intuitiveness with us and that holistic approach and the ability to merge the two. Santos said, sometimes all it takes to prompt someone to pursue cyber is a conversation. By being able to define those roles, it helps people understand where they might fit into the career. And um, based off of the framework that, it, that we've built, um, we've been able to see these tools that people can use, things that help people navigate through their career in cybersecurity um, and, and shows them if they're going to start in one place, what might it take to get to the next role in my career and advance in my career and, and, and build up my skills. So I think that's kind of how it's being used in a, in a positive light to help people understand their career path and get into it. Jothi Duger, CISO for the Center for Information Technology at NIH, said cyber requires soft skills, not just technical skills something women tend to be pretty good at. 
it doesn't require you just to have the technical skills. It's actually everything else that you bring to the table, your soft skills, your ability to multitask, to problem solve. You know, if you're, especially if you're a working mom, you're already problem solving on a daily basis, probably 24 hours a day. Um, and you're also multitasking. Um, and, you, and then you, you kind of have to do that. So it's the same thing in, in cyber as well. But it's also your other creative skills. You know, if there's a problem and there's really no easy fix to it, you know, uh, moms and women in general are just wired to just, okay, well, let's, let's see what else we can do. Let's just get, you know, let's just figure out and then uh, how to solve the problem in, in an amicable way to collaborate, to work with each other, not, you know, putting each other down. Um, but also, you know, I was actually going to tie cybersecurity with marriages. You know, if, if you, uh, and relationship development, because it's all about building those relationships, communication, as Michelle said, is key in, in a relationship, right? You have to be able to communicate your needs and wants. It's the same thing in cybersecurity. It's not your personal needs that you're communicating, but you have to com communicate the need, the value for, uh, of cyber to, uh, to other stakeholders that may um, not quite understand. And you have to work with them. You have to collaborate with them. You can't just say, well, I don't like this person, so I'm just not going to worry about them. Like, well, you kind of have to work with uh, a variety of different roles. So it's very unique in that aspect where you get to work with um, all kinds of stakeholders. You're not just stuck with just your own manager um, or, or, or that pipeline. Like, you have to be able to work with different kinds of people, different mindsets, um, you know, sometimes to work with adversity and, and be able to, uh, you know, uh, put it all together. So if you can get, if you're really good in relationships and relationship management, you're going to be good in cybersecurity as well because it involves the same type of skill sets. Tuggle echoed Duggar's point. Because cybersecurity is all about identifying threats and vulnerabilities, relaying those to management, and then tackling the problem, communication skills are vital. It's a new mindset for a lot of people in the commercial space, but a lot of women are coming into the space bringing the skills that they have, and there are a lot more opportunities for them because they are identifying some things from a cybersecurity perspective, I think, just from a common sense perspective sometimes, that, that are vital to us moving into that space and teaching a workforce how to operate within this new world, this new federal world. So it's been a really, really um, eye-opening experience in terms of in the federal spaces, I was, you know, it's kind of second nature. You know, like Jyoti says, you know, people are like, oh yeah, that's cybersecurity, we have to do that. But in the commercial space, it's, it's almost like, well, we didn't have to do that before, but now we have to do that. And how do we get this done? You know, so I, I, I talk to young women all the time that are coming into our workspace and they're like, I never knew that this existed, but it's really exciting. And even some young men, they're just like, I want to learn how to do that. I want to learn how to operate in that space because there are a lot more tentacles to it than we had before. So it's, it's really an exciting time, I think, in the in the uh, in the corporate world moving into that, you know, that federal realm and into the cybersecurity space as we know it. As cybersecurity continues to come to the foreground of the national IT conversation, federal CIOs are increasingly prioritizing cyber strategies and cyber skills in their employees. In an exclusive interview with government CIO Media and Research, DHS CIO Eric Heisen 
said cyber strategy was his number one priority as CIO. As a prominent cyber leader, cyber strategy and communication are huge for Duger. Pretty soon, everyone has to know something about uh, cybersecurity and cyber safety just just to uh, just to live. So I think it really opens doors um, for women and even young the younger generation, um, you know, young girls as well. That you know, as they learn how to protect themselves and um, all of their assets and their information um, in just small ways. Um, really, the, the holistic view uh, approach is, is really is going to help them. Um, not feel scared about cybersecurity. We think of it as something that, oh, this is just something that, you know, um, those cyber folks have to do. When you say cybersecurity, it almost kind of rings a bell in your brain that it's like, eh, this is kind of optional. You know, we don't really have to do this. But when you talk about safety and you look at the different uh, areas out there, like vehicle safety, automobile safety, you know, airline safety, home safety, it almost um, you, you tend to just not take it for granted, you know, or you tend to like, oh, no, I don't, I don't care about my safety. Most of the time people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. What do we need to do to protect ourselves? So we call it we started calling it cyber safety. Um, and we really started uh, this whole initiative where we reached out to different. We, we first looked at all of our different stakeholders, like who are the stakeholders at the NIH? You know, what are the different roles out there? Um, and what are and how can we group those roles together? You know, administrators, um, HR specialists, like IT specialists, like leadership. You know, all the and, and, you know we're a hospital, um, or we have one of the the largest hospitals in, in the world out there. So we have clinicians, um, medical staff, we have emergency staff, and we really looked at okay, what is their interpretation? How do they think they play a role in cyber safety? And it was really an eye opening exercise for us. Um, not only their role in cyber safety, but also what are their pain points? Um, you know, how can we uh, understand their pain points and, and not take that for granted? And then how can we help them um, determine, uh, you know, how can they do their job more securely so that they can protect their data and they can protect um, what they're what they're trying to do? So we're not trying to create roadblocks or or just add some more complications to their existing lives, but what we're actually helping them do, or our goal was to help them realize that everyone plays a role in, in cyber safety. It wasn't just like the IT staff or the security staff or the CIOs. Um, and then what we also did was we created a champion program. So just to kind of open those doors for you know women, men, a whole di you know a diverse group of individuals that maybe wanted to learn uh, more about cyber safety and cybersecurity, or or they were fed up and had a lot of pain points that they kind of brought to the table, which was great for us to hear um, from the different stakeholder groups. So we started uh, giving these champions um, toolkits, information. Um, broaden their awareness, and then they acted as champions for their own institutes or centers or even their own uh, groups um, to kind of take back this information and really broaden the scope of, of cybersecurity. For women exploring careers in cyber, aspiring to be like Duger, Tuggle recommends being a learn-it-all, not a know-it-all. Be a learn-it-all. Don't be a know-it-all. Because when you know it all, there's no room for you to grow. There's no room for your intellect to grow. So always be a learn it all. And he just said, he looked at me and he said, 
That's a great point. And he said, you know, point taken. So, so there's, it, it's so vast that sometimes we have to sit back and just take it all in and then add all of the skills that we know on top of that. And then the things that we're learning. So if you can, if you're able to do those things, you know, and, and handle two forks at one time, you're going to be totally successful in this arena, I believe. Santos said expansion and evolution of cybersecurity also provides women with opportunities to pursue cyber-adjacent careers. I think with the growth and expansion, the evolution of what cybersecurity is, um, it also it helps provide women um, more of an opportunity to get involved through related areas that they might be interested. So maybe they're not specifically interested in cybersecurity um, or cyberspace area, but maybe they're interested in AI and AI definitely has components that um, will will have need for cybersecurity. Maybe they're interested in privacy, um, which also has a security component to it. So I think as, as we become more of a digital space, Um, we're going to see more and more opportunities for these overlaps in security and overlays of security into areas where women are already um, having really um, amazing careers. There couldn't be a better time to pursue a cyber career. The Biden administration and federal agencies like CISA and NIST are prioritizing cybersecurity like never before. And women have a unique opportunity to dive in with support from top women cyber leaders, like the ones featured in our Women Tech Leaders event. To learn more about federal cybersecurity and hear more from women leaders in federal IT, subscribe to Cybercast and check out our website at governmentciomedia.com. I'm your host, Kate Macri. Thank you for listening. Cybercast is a production of Government CIO Media and Research. For more podcasts, head to governmentcio.com slash podcasts. If you're interested in sponsoring a podcast, contact us at sponsor at governmentcio.com. 